Welcome everyone to Mosaic News, our kitchen table where we discuss important topics for life and faith at Mosaic Christian Fellowship. Uh, people often think that our church is named Mosaic because of our desire to be multi-ethnic at our church. And um, this is actually not true. That's not the origins of the name. Uh, when I scoured uh, old LT notes from many years back, I found out that the origins of the name, uh, it was actually not an attempt to be multi-ethnic per se. But instead, the idea uh, was that each member of Mosaic has shortcomings in various different ways. But when we all come together as a church, we form this beautiful mosaic in the eyes of God. And so that was the origin of the name. It's really a beautiful idea behind that. Um, but several sermons and seminars have been given at Mosaic that seem probably to point to a desire to be multi-ethnic. And so today I'll ask the question, is that our church vision to be multi-ethnic? Is that our church vision and aim? And my answer is yes and, and no, um, which, you know, to complicated questions, usually it's yes and no. Uh, so let me explain. First, yes. Um, I really believe that the picture of the church in the Bible is a multi-ethnic church. When you look at the new heavens and the new earth, uh, when you look at the, the picture in Revelation, it's going to put an end to the long-suffered curse of separated languages and cultures. You see that, that the curse of Babel is going to be broken and that we're going to understand each other in total unity. But it's going to be a really special unity because it's going to be a unity in diversity, um, just as our gender is going to remain as we enter into eternity, right? Our ethnicity is also going to remain as we enter into the new heavens and the new earth. And so when we look at the picture of the consummated new heavens and new earth in Revelation, we see all these tribes and all these tongues represented. Uh, Revelation 7, 9 says, I looked and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the lamb clothed in white robes. Notice that John He's looking at the picture of the new heavens and the new earth given by God, and he can distinguish between people, and he can discern that they're different people, and they're different from one another, and they're even speaking different languages. They're from different tribes. You see, it's not that we go into the heavens and the new earth, and we become all um, the same. We all speak the same language. That's not it. We retain the diversity of language, and we retain the diversity of our culture and ethnicity in eternity, but... We will understand one another. There will be no division and there will be absolute unity in diversity, uh, which is what we are seeking on earth. Interestingly, the word university um, seeks that amazing, um, unreachable, it's, as it seems, ideal of unity in diversity. That's what university means. And in light of this biblical picture, um, we should, I think, as much as possible, move towards that vision of unity and diversity. Uh, the church ought to be a place where peoples and, and nations who are at war outside of the church come together and live together in harmony. And our unity and diversity should be a witness to a world that the things that divide people in the world no longer divide us in the church because we are in Christ. And even beyond that, um, Mosaic should seek to fulfill the Great Commission, which the Lord has given to us. And the Great Commission, you can't help but to see that it's an international Great Commission. It calls us to move out and make disciples of every nation as we move out. So as we go, we seek to disciple every nation, every tongue, and every tribe we encounter. And we bring them into the church family, which tears down walls of division. So 
is the vision of the church multi-ethnic? And I would say, absolutely. The Bible gives us a multi-ethnic vision for a church. But secondly, I would say, no, it's not the aim and vision of our church, not exactly. I would say that that is a little bit off-center to say that the aim and the vision of our church is to become multi-ethnic. Let me explain. I think we have to be really careful uh, when we talk about multi-ethnicity being the vision for the church. Um, It's not the target vision of the church, meaning it's not the bullseye of what we're aiming at at Mosaic. It's one of the things that will probably happen if we hit the bullseye, but it's not the bullseye. The vision for Mosaic, uh, the bullseye is to be engaged in mission and to make disciples of all who God gives to us. But the aim of Mosaic is not simply more color, more diversity, more multi-ethnicity. That's not the bullseye of our vision. Uh, We desire to make disciples of those people who God has prepared for us. And there is an active going element. We don't just sit back in our church and wait to see who God brings. There's a going element. But at the same time, we're not measuring success by how many nations are represented in our church. We don't measure success of our discipleship by measuring and, and counting how many ethnicities are counted in our church. We're called to faithfully disciple believers and erase discrimination and to erase the things that cause division, discrimination, and anything that leaves people out. That's what we're called to do. But we, at the same time, don't count success in the number of ethnicities which are represented in our church. So what that means is this. We're not going to be insecure that we don't have any Sri Lankan people in our church. And one of the reasons is because there aren't that many Sri Lankan people in our area or in our lives, probably. We just aren't going to base our success on how many different people um, are represented in our congregation. That's not the, the aim here. We are going to become a congregation that seeks to welcome all sorts of people in our church without discrimination or favoritism. But we aren't going to most likely we're probably not going to see a revival of Sri Lankan people or Fijian people in our congregation. Why? Because literally there are less than 300 Fijian people in all of New Jersey. So probably we're not going to see this great resurgence um, of Sri Lankan or Fijian people, you know, and we're not counting just how many ethnicities are represented as a measure of our success. But in Bergen County, we're blessed with um, a lot of Italians, Hispanics, Poles, and Dominicans, and Chinese people. And um, as we get closer to our church, I mean, and further away from places like Patterson, Jersey City, and Clifton, the nationalities, uh, we don't have as many. But I believe that a a faithful church, and and here's kind of the, the principle here. A faithful church should reach the people who exist in their spheres of influence. A faithful church should reach the people who exist in their spheres of influence. So it looks like this. If every member of Mosaic works or lives near an Italian family, probably, you know, you do. There should be Italian families being one to Christ, being talked to about Jesus. And if members of our church live and work and play near Dominicans. And maybe many of you do because there are lots of Dominicans um, in our area. Then some Dominicans should be hearing the gospel. 
Now, they don't necessarily need to end up in Mosaic, but they do need to be reached with the gospel. You see, as we go, and this is the Great Commission, um, the, the semantics and, and the gr- uh, grammar of the Great Commission is very, very important because it doesn't say go and make disciples, but it says as you go, as you go and make disciples. That's the tense of the word go. The main verb and the main imperative command is make disciples as you go. And so here's why it makes a big difference. If you read it that way, as you go, make disciples of all nations. Instead of just calling us to go, 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 the Great Commission assumes that we're already moving. It assumes that we're already sent. It it assumes that we're already going places. And we are. We're going to work. We're going to play. We're going to the gym. We're going to PTA meetings. We're going to happy hour. We're going um, to hang out with our friends in the city. As you go, the Great Commission says, as you go, make disciples of the nations. As you go, make disciples of the nations. And I love that because when you make the Great Commission just about go, the focus seems to be just on those who become overseas missionaries, which is incredibly important. But when you actually look at the grammar of the Great Commission, it talks about the fact that we're all moving And that the Lord is moving us all like chess pieces, lovingly, to reach people who are in our lives. And that's what my sermon on the Ethiopian eunuch was all about. It assumes, the Great Commission assumes that we all go, we're all moving. And as we go, as we're moving, we are to make disciples of all nations, all people, without discrimination. And... So some of the people who we evangelize should end up at our church, some of them. And because we live in a place where we go and work and we go and play and we go and live in a place where there are Poles, where there are Italians, where there are Koreans, where there are Chinese, where there are Dominicans, we should eventually see some of them, not all of them, reached by the gospel. Some of those who we reach with the gospel make a home at our church because they live in the same sphere of influence in the same geography as us. And so if our church is a welcoming place and we are an evangelizing congregation, people on mission, we should see some of them end up at our church to become members. Now, if they're being reached but unable to make a home at our church, then we need to look at how we're doing church. We need to look at what barriers we're putting up. If they're not being reached at all, then we need to look at our mission. We need to look at what are we doing? We need to look at what are we doing in terms of evangelism? But in terms of vision, because the question is just about vision, about multi-ethnicity in our vision, we're reaching the people in the places where God sends us, where we move around all the time, and we are bringing them to Christ, and some of them will become Mosaic members, and some of them will take root and make disciples in other churches. And that's um, the call, I believe, um, of the members of Mosaic. So are we aiming to be multi-ethnic? Yes and no. Uh, We're aiming to evangelize and make disciples in the places where he sends us. But we're doing so in a state where there are 125 nations represented in just New Jersey. And if you live or work in New York City, I mean, I don't even know how many. We are desiring 
We are aiming to make disciples and be on mission in the places where he sends us, in our gyms, in our PTA meetings, in our schools, in our workplaces, in our neighborhoods, at our soccer games, in our basketball clubs, whatever you do. We're being sent to those places, and those places have people of different backgrounds and nations, and we are to make disciples of those people. As we gather at Mosaic, we bring in those who we've reached. So it's really a consequence of our mission and evangelism, not just an aim to see more color at Mosaic. I think that nuance is very important for us to realize. And it also gives us a clarity in understanding what we're aiming for, mission, mission in our lives. So instead of simply aiming at multi-ethnicity, we're aiming for mission. And at the same time, we remove in our church any barriers to entry for those who are unlike us. And when we do those things, I know that God will make our church look more like the new heavens and the new earth. Well, uh, Mosaic, I hope this episode was helpful to you in thinking through the question of multi-ethnicity. I love you, Mosaic. And until next time, this is Mosaic News. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. I will praise you